Uh, we're going to invite Pastor Steve now to come and bring the word. Are you excited about that? They're, they're getting it now, aren't they? That's pretty cool, isn't it? Well done. We've been practicing that for five weeks now. <laughs> Wonderful. How are we doing, church? Good. Who's ready for the Word of God? Yes, I am. I'm ready to preach the Word of God, and we'll do that very shortly. But if you have, if you've, if you've been joining us uh, over the last few weeks, you'll know that we've been working through our core values of uh, Restore Church and what those core values mean to us as Restore Church and how they've built our vision. And here at Restore Church, we we have a citywide vision. Yes. So we, we believe that God wants us to reach a whole city. And we're going to do that by, one, rebuilding the individual, two, restoring community, and three, renewing a city for the kingdom of God. Yes? What we're going to do now is, uh, and it's my great privilege to launch us into our new series, but this is about looking at the values of the house. Yes? So um, we're not going to cover all that we value as, as a house, but we're going to just start this journey of what we value as Restore Church here. And um, my first value for us as a house is we value prayer. Yes? We value prayer. And I don't know about you, but, um, you know, as a church, we, we hold a prayer meeting, Yes? And in the future, we're going to hold a prayer and worship evening where we can, ex we can come and pray together and allow the Holy Spirit to move in a fresh and dynamic way. But prayer has to be much more than a couple of times a week. Yes, prayer has to be our life and part of our life. So I just want to open up in prayer. Is that okay? Good. Lord, we just pray today that as I open your word, you will just pour out your spirit and you'll speak into our lives today as we delve into your scripture and we delve into this value which we know is your heartbeat, Lord God, but also we want it to be our heartbeat of this house. Amen? Amen. Well, my first point this morning is prayer is our connection to God. You're laughing because of the Holy Spirit moving, amen? So Anita led the service in a great way because she picked out this morning, and I, I had a little bit of a giggle because she didn't know what I was preaching on fully, and she didn't know my points this morning, but she started off the service with our connection to God, yes? Psalm 84 verse 1 to 4 says these wonderful words, how lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns. Anybody know what yearns means? It chases after. It chases after, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Come on. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may have her young, a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my King 
and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. So how does prayer connect us to God? Well, let me just run through a few things. Prayer is more than just a few words spoken to God before a meal or before we go to sleep. Prayer is how we make our connection to God. And it likewise, God communicates to you and I, yes? Prayer is a lifestyle, which I've said already. But it's a lifestyle of communion with God. Do we get that, yes? So when we come as a church and we break bread together, we talk about communion. Why, why do we use that word communion? Because communion is about fellowship. It's about coming together as a body to remember Jesus Christ. It's, it's coming together. Prayer is exactly the same. When we come together with God, when we pray to God, we connect with God and we have communion with God. We have relationship with God. You see, it's not just a little relationship. This is a deep, intimate relationship with our Heavenly Father. Prayer for me, personally, is extremely significant. Prayer is what allows me to come before God and learn who He is and what He wants for my life. But for those that are around me as well. This intimate, this intimate time with God is so needed for each and every Christian. Yet, so many Christians go without praying and spending time with God. I couldn't live my life without speaking to God. I don't know about you. You see, if we follow Jesus, we have to. We have to take the time to pray and to connect with God. As much as prayer connects us to God, God is seeking a relationship with you. I want you to know that today. Since the, since the fall of Adam and Eve, we can see God seeking us. In Genesis 3, verse 8 9, it says these words, The man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord. Heard the sound of the Lord God, sorry, as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from him. Uh, they hid from the Lord among the trees, sorry, uh, of the garden. But the Lord called to the man, where are you? God was looking for his creation because he is always seeking to have a relationship with you and I. Maybe today you don't know Jesus. Maybe today you're listening online and you don't know Jesus. I want you to know that Jesus is seeking to have a relationship with you today. Yes? Jesus is seeking to have a relationship with you today. He loves you. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. And ultimately, if we want to have a relationship with God, we must also live a life of prayer. We must come to a place where we draw closer to God. We have that intimate relationship with God. And we chase after Him as well. Because as much as God chases after us, we should chase after Him. Amen? My second point is this, and we're going to run through these points really quick because I just want to allow some time 
for us just to, to, to pray at the end, if that's okay. But I'm, I'm just believing that God is going to stir something up in us as we, as we look through the importance of prayer in our lives. And my second point is that prayer gives us direction for life, yes? Isaiah 30, verse 21 says these words. Whether you turn to the right or the left, your ears can hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Wow. Come on. Some of you need to hear that word today. Whether you walk to the left or the right, there is a voice behind you saying, this is the way to walk. This is the way I want you to walk. This is the direction I want you to go in. You see, God's guidance is central uh, to our Christian faith. For you, and I, for you and I, it is a reminder that God is always present and willing to help us to make the right choices in life. It's an assurance that whether challenges, whatever challenges we face, we can find strength and courage to overcome them with God's help, yes? God's guidance comes in so many forms. It can come in the stillness of a small voice. And God speaks in the silence and says, you're doing okay. You're on the right path. Yes? It could be the moment when you open up the scripture, the word of God. I love my Bible, and I read it every day. And you know what? Every time I read my Bible, God shows me something new. It doesn't matter how many times you read this book, God will reveal something to you fresh and unique to you in your situation. You see, if God wants to bring some guidance into your life, read the Word of God. Come on. But we can also receive guidance when we pray and allow the Holy Spirit to speak into our lives. Ultimately, it, it is a choice. Yes? It's a choice to follow God's guidance. See, God can say something, but we can still have the determination to do our own thing. We can still have the determination to go our own way. Because we think we are doing the right thing. Anybody done that? I have. But here's the thing. It doesn't always go great when I want to do it my way. But I've learned in life that I have to choose God's way. I have to choose to listen to God's voice. I have to choose to read God's word. I have to choose to hear the word that is behind me saying, walk this way. <laughs> Let me ask you a question today. When was the last time you waited upon the Lord? Yeah? Not, I, I'm not necessarily asking about this being in church. When in your personal walk with God have you waited on the Lord? Psalm 46 says these words, be still and know that I am God. You see, if you want to know God's guidance, maybe it's time to sit at his feet. Maybe it's time to pray. 
to seek him and allow his spirit to guide you. My third point this morning is that prayer aligns us to the heartbeat and, and will of God. Oh. Prayer aligns us to the, with the heartbeat and the will of God. You see, the purpose of prayer is not getting our will on heaven. In heaven, sorry. Our will in heaven, sorry. Rather, it's getting God's will on earth. Yes? See, God wants to give us more abundantly than we can ever imagine or seek. But here's the thing. We're here to do God's will here on earth. And we need to pray into God's will here on earth. And seek God's will and purpose for this generation, for this city. Yes? So often we seek our own will, our own agenda, our own purpose, our own desires, our own prosperity. But here's the thing. Prosperity and blessing comes from the Lord and the Lord only. I want you to know that. And that comes from following the will and purpose of God. Imagine for a moment that you're, you're in a little boat and you're not far from the dock and you chuck your rope over to the dock to secure your boat and then you start to pull yourself in. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you pulling the dock towards your boat or are you pulling your boat to the dock? Getting you to think this morning, aren't I? Little riddles. The answer is this. You're pulling the boat towards the dock. Yeah? In the same way, God is like the dock. We need to get aligned with him in prayer. And the closer we align ourselves with God, with his will, the more we see our prayers answered. Yeah? I've told this story maybe a few times in church, but, and I'm not sure if I've to told it in this house yet, but at night time when the moon is shining in the, in, the, in, the, in the sky, we often think that the moon is lighting up the earth. But actually what's happened is the moon has aligned itself to reflect the sun, and it reflects that shine and that light into the world. What a wonderful image, you see, because when we align ourselves with God, we reflect his glory, his purpose. John 15 verse 7 says these words, if you remain in me and my words, I remain in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. I love the message and I just want to read this for you. It says, but if you make yourselves at home with me and my word, my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. Isn't that amazing? You see, we tend to gravitate gravitate toward the latter part of that verse about asking for whatever we desire 
but we need to realize that if we live in relationship with God and his word is at home in our hearts, come on church, then we'll start to pray for what God wants. We'll start to pray for what God desires. Just think for a second, what does God desire for your life? What does God desire for your neighbor's life? What does God desire for your community? What does God desire for this city? Wow. See, when we start to think like that, we start to see God move in a mighty way. Come on, church. We're, we're building. We're building a home. And God lives in that home. And we're building a place where people can find home with Jesus. You see, the Bible tells us in 1 John 5, uh, 1 John 5 verse 15, it says these words. And if we know that our, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have it, have whatever we've asked of him. How amazing is that? So I wanted to just kind of, bring, I, I know I'm bringing some short scriptures here, but if, if you kind of go to God and say, God, I want a Lamborghini and uh, a, a, a massive mansion, I want you to know that. If it's in God's will, he potentially may bless you with that. <laughs> but the reality is, <laughs> the reality is, is that, is that God's will right now? Is our earthly possessions God's will for our life? I just want to kind of echo that in us. Is what we possess, what we own, what God desires. See, God wants to bless you. God will always supply our needs. He'll abundantly bless us more than we can ever desire or want. And I want you to know that, that God will financially bless you, yes. But it's more than what we earthly possess. It's about God's will. It's about God's purpose. It's about seeing his kingdom come. His will be done here on earth. Don't be afraid to ask God to reveal his will to you. Come on. Don't be afraid to ask God to reveal his will to you. See, not my will, but yours, God. Not my will, but yours, God. Never be afraid to commit an unknown future to a known God. Yes? God is proven time and time again. God is proven time and time again. Our future may be unknown, but I know my God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He moves the mountains of the seas, and nothing can separate us from God. You see, if, if we need something, God will provide it. If God needs to make a way where there is no way, God will provide it. I've got no doubt of that. So I don't need to worry. I don't need to be in anxiety about tomorrow because God has got tomorrow all sorted for me. So never be afraid to ask God, your will be done and not mine. 
Because you see, God will always bless you through his will. And when you follow his will and purpose. This is a testimony to my life. Many have looked at Becky and I. Many have looked at our lives and said, how do you have all that you have? They've looked in the physical. How do you own what you own? How do you live where you live? How do you afford to do what you afford to do? All I can say is this. I follow the will and purpose of God. And whatever God places in my path, and however God chooses to bless me, I thank him. My fourth is this. My fourth point is this. Prayer opens the door for miracles to happen. Come on. Prayer opens the door for miracles to happen. Do we believe that, church? Do we believe in a God who can do miracles? Matthew 7, verse 78 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find it. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who, who we uh, seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jeremiah 29, verse 12 to 14. We all know, for I know the plans that I have for you. But as you go into this, as well, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. See, miracles come in all shapes and sizes. Many of us want the the, the waters to, to split and the sea. The, you get where I'm going. And God can do all of that. But I tell you, my God's in the practice of doing miracles every day. Because when I pray to God, okay, every prayer that God answers, when every, every, every prayer that God has answered in my life is a miracle. Because I come to have done it. I want you to know that. It doesn't matter how, how big your miracle is or how small your miracle is. God is working and doing a miracle day after day. I want you to know that. But I also believe in a God who can heal the sick. So I'm going to pray and ask God to heal the sick. And I've seen the sick healed because I know that God can heal the sick. I know that God can financially provide for those that are in need. So I'm going to ask and ask of God to, to financially provide for those who need I know that God can, can feed a nation. Yes? So I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God to feed a nation. But here's the thing. Some of those things require us to be obedient. Because if God says, I want you to give into that situation, you've got to give into that situation. If God says, I want you to go out and feed that nation, you've got to go out and feed that nation. You've got to be willing to go where God wants you to go. You see, we see miracles. We see the miracles of God for, through our faith to call upon his name. It's when we ask. The challenge is most of us, we don't ask. You know, 
One thing I love about my mother-in-law, she's daring to ask since we closed. She's here visiting us this weekend. But when she, when she prays, she'll always ask. She'll ask God for the impossible. Come on. Some of us, we need to ask for God for the impossible. Sometimes we look at a situation, we think it's not, it's not possible. Of course it's not possible. But it is possible with God, because all things are possible through God. Come on. All things are possible through God. It's not about your will, it's about his will. It's not about your power, it's about his power. But if we're willing to ask God for the impossible, God can do the impossible. Because I've seen it, church. I'm living testimony of it. I wouldn't be stood here today if it wasn't for the miracle of God. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. You see, Scripture teaches us so clearly that if we seek, we will find. We will find God. Knock, and God will open the door. For some of you, you need to hear this word. You need to keep knocking. Don't give up on the first knock. God's heard you, okay? But sometimes it's about us keep coming to God. It's about our obedience to push into the presence of God. And to keep calling upon his name. Keep asking upon his name. You know, if I pray for somebody who's not been healed, am I going to stop if they've not been healed? No, absolutely not. I will keep praying. I will keep calling upon the Lord. I will keep asking God, God, come heal. Come heal, Lord God. Come heal Tony in the name of Jesus. Jesus, in the mighty name of God, we pray that his cancer will be gone in the name of Jesus. We pray in your, your mighty name, Lord God, that you will do a miracle where there, is, where there is no way you will make a way, Lord God. Lord, I pray over lives in this church where, where, the, where the natural world has said there is no way, Lord God. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that, there will, that, that you will make a way. That you will make a way where there is no way. Come on. If we, want to, if we want to be a people that see miracles of God, we must be a people who call upon his name. We must be a people who call upon his name, and we're going to do that in a bit. Alex, why don't you just come play the keys for me for a bit? You know, Alex came into church this morning, completely pulled his back, he was crippled over. And he's still in pain. I can see that he's still in pain. But I can see also that God has done something in his body already. You know, we don't stop praying. We just don't stop it asking. You see, here's my final point. And, you know, I could go on and on because Scripture tells us so much about prayer and calling on God.
on God's name, but here's the most important thing that we've got to learn. Prayer helps us become more like Jesus. Anybody want to be like Jesus? <laughs> Anybody want to be more like Jesus? Yes? Come on, church. He is the perfecter of our faith. And I tell you what, if Jesus prayed, so should we. Yes? Jesus says these words. He only did what the Father asked of him. Yes? How did he know what the Father asked of him? He spent, he spent time praying with the Father. Connecting with the Father. Listening to the Father's voice. See, in Luke 6, verse 12, it says these words, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray. And he spent the night. Yeah. Some of us missed that. He spent the whole night praying to God. See, Jesus spent time with God. Why did Jesus do all the miracles that he did? For a number of reasons. But one of the most important ones was that he spent time with God. He spent time with God. When we pray, come on, when we pray, we become more like Jesus because we draw close to the Father. out of a place of my experience and my love for God. I want you to know that today. But I know, I know my father loves me. I know my earthly father loves me, but I also know my heavenly father loves me. Because I seek his face every day. See, the more we seek God, the more we can fulfill His will and His purpose. What greater joy is that? Think about your day. Jesus spent all night praying to God. Think about your day. How often do you speak to God? How often do you take a moment to just spend time with God? In the difficulties that you're going through, when something goes wrong, when your keys get lost. I'm, I'm being real. When your keys get lost. We can spend forever doing it. But the moment I say, Jesus, help me find those keys, I could tell you within minutes. I found the keys. Not talking a long time. He's my helper. He is my helper. He's your helper. Think about the last time the Spirit of God said, I need to pray for that person. Did you do it? 
just stop a new day and pray for that person. So often when you get somebody attacking you it's because they're going through something. Think about your work situations. Think about the people you come into contact with day after day who may attack you. But ultimately it's because they've got something they're carrying. Are they hearing God's voice? What's God saying? Can we just pray through this thing? I know you I know you I know you're upset at the moment. I'm I'm sorry if I've upset you. Even if you haven't upset them. It's okay to say sorry for something even if you don't think you've that in that moment can I just pray for you feel God saying this over your life feel he wants you to know that he's with you he's not gone anywhere he's not left you he's not forsaken you value prayer. Here at Restored Church, we value prayer because Jesus values prayer. And because Jesus values prayer, I know that we can do so much more as we become a church, a people, a family, a house that prays into his will his purposes I know that God will lavish his blessings his favour his glory will shine out when we pray will you stand in this place to close your eyes but out the world around you it's about you and Jesus call upon his name right now what Jesus wanted to speak into your life right now what Jesus wanted to say into your life right now Jesus, what is your will for my life? What is what is your will? What do you want me to do right now, Lord God? If there's anything I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing, I, I lay it down, Lord. And I say, come and have your way. You see, many of us, we don't want to lay down. lay down our baggage. Let's lay down our agendas. His will is so much better 
go on an adventure with him, if you'll follow him all the days of your life, let me tell you, he'll take you on an adventure like never before. He'll show you the things that you only dreamt of. But hear his voice. Jesus, thank you. 